Hello and welcome to the Top Red Podcast with me, Dave. Joining me this week is, well, the usual duo. You're probably used to them by now. Blaine and Josh. How's it going, boys? Oh, good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you, Josh? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. So, we're a bit strapped for time because Josh has just informed us that he's got a ball meeting tonight. Um, yep. So, it'll only be less than an hour long. Sorry, blame Josh. So, this week, the Reds got beat again. But, the Reds also won again. The rotated amazing. Reds. I don't really think you could call it the mini Reds, could you? I mean, no, but the it's semi amazing. It's, it's amazing how much I forgot that Brighton was Saturday. Yeah. I didn't even think about talking about that game, and it's less than a week ago. Wow! In all honesty, and I kind of knew what was coming against Brighton. I didn't watch it. <laughs> um, I, I managed to watch about an hour. I think I just tried to preserve my sanity. In all I was honesty. watching it in the gym with with a Liverpool top on, which was fun. In Manchester. Yeah. Well done. How did that go for you? Well, no one said anything. I think they just kind of. Uh, yeah, probably because they saw they... you like fucking flexing like mad. <laughs> they probably just assumed the sweat was was tears and left me to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we got the three 0 defeat to Brighton, and then we got the one 0 win over Wolves. Um. I went to Wolves game and I have to say, coming out of it, I didn't really expect the XG scores to be what they were. Like, was that 0.2? Yeah, ours was like 0.2 and I think Wolves had something like 1.5. Uh, it really didn't feel like that at I all. Just, I can't really remember a big chance Wolves had. I think the, the one I remember was Adama yeah. uh, putting it back post and I think Jimenez got his head on it. That was the only really good chance that I can remember. You could say Traore off the back of Simicast one on one, but mm, I think but... I think it's predominantly because we had that Gakpo chance that was offside, and I think there was another one. Carvalho scored, didn't he? As well. Ah, yeah, and he was offside, yeah. So maybe that makes it a bit more deceiving, but I don't know. It certainly didn't feel like that. I think the first half was really good. Second half, they fell off, but... I don't know if he fell off. I think it did look like we'd been instructed to sit in and we're going to practice sitting in and we're going to defend for half an hour. It was the perfect game to do that in. Um, and I thought we played really well doing that. I thought I thought they did it well. You've got to remember there was a obviously a, a few players who'd not played so much. So that, that practice going into a game against Chelsea as well we might have to do that for periods was I thought really useful. We didn't look like we wanted to attack. I think if we wanted to attack, Salah would have gone on the right like he normally would. It just seemed like he was put up front, out of the way, ready for a potential counter-attack but there were no real um, ventures forward so I thought it was more more on instruction than falling away. Obviously, some players did feel the intensity. If you look at Bacetic, who got cramp around an hour but um, yeah, I thought they coped with a team that tried to 
attack. Wolves aren't a great attacking team, so even them trying really hard was didn't look great. But we I thought we dealt with that really well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you mentioned Salah. I, I, I think he had another opportunity, didn't he? But it was pulled back for a free kick as well, um, where the keeper pretty blatantly handled it outside the box. But yeah, the most concerning thing coming out of it for me personally was everybody looked completely utterly fucked at the end of the game. Um, Elliot dropped to his knees, dropped to his back. I think someone else did as well, as though they just ran an absolute marathon. When I wouldn't even say that was fairly standard from what we've come to expect from Klopp's Liverpool teams. Um, and maybe that goes some way towards explaining why there's been such a stark drop off this season in terms of intensity. But yeah, that 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 was that was the most concerning part for me. Um, I, I do think it did drop off after the first half. We definitely weren't counter pressing as, as as well as we were. I know in the in the past, Klopp's gone to a more bend but don't break approach when we've been leading but I don't know that there's something about just being boxed in like we were in the second half that just doesn't quite sit right with me and it's happened a few times this season so maybe it's just pure muscle memory by now and me reacting to it in a bad way but Blaine what did you think? I were a bit the opposite, really. I was kind of happy we had the experience of seeing how seeing how we game because recently we've not had very much experience of being ahead. And when we have, like Leicester and Villa, I still think there were warning signs and uh, big kind of moments where you're looking at it and thinking, if you just sit back here for ten minutes and you use Darwin and Salah on the break, then you'll 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 cause damage in behind and not look as open as we as we have been. I think we there was no real outlet on the pitch um, in terms of getting in behind. And I think the few times we did win it back, we looked to keep it rather than spring in the second half from what I could see. Um, but I thought it was a, a much better performance. I think you saw as soon as this scored for the 10, 15 minutes afterwards, it seemed like everyone got a real boost of confidence. And I think it helped that it was a lot of the plays who haven't been on the pitch in the last few weeks when it has been as bad as it's been. I think it helped that it was um, Carvalho, Keita, uh, Elliot, even though he's played a few games. Milner, I thought, played really well. I just thought it was a really good performance from a team that, when I saw the team, I didn't think it would be... Um, I thought we'd get beat, to be honest, but I thought it was a really good performance, and I think you can take a lot from that into the next few games, I think. Yeah, I mean, we, we've got to talk about Stefan Bacetic. I mean, that, he was pretty brilliant, to be honest. Um, bit of a shame that he didn't last as long because there was whispers all over the away end of, you know, is, is he going to start against Chelsea? And that's probably the reason why he won't. Um, he has just come back from a hamstring injury. Yeah. Oh, has he? Oh, well, yeah. well yeah. yeah, that doesn't help either. Um, I mean, he's he's eighteen. It is what it is. Like you can't be expecting too much from the kid. But anyway, what, what I what I absolutely loved about him was he made he made a couple of poor passes, um, but he didn't stop. It's very easy for an eighteen year old to make a couple of poor passes and then just 
spend the rest of the game five yards there, five yards there, five yards there. He was still, you know, taking players on. There's one bit in the second half where I think he dribbled through past three players to get out of a bit of trouble and he made it look very easy. Um, what I loved was his sideways movement when the defenders had the ball. Um, he was causing chaos for Wolves' press. He was never stood still. Um, and he wants to progress the game. I thought the biggest improvement out of anything was how quickly Liverpool got the ball out of defence without just booting it in behind. I don't think we... I don't remember us playing a long ball in behind in the whole game, which mm. seems to be the only way that we created chances. We got the ball through midfield by being a bit more technical on <laughs> the ball um, and actually manipulating the opposition with the ball a lot more smartly than we have done in um, recent weeks. And I think having a very comfortable ball-playing midfield, Bacetic, Thiago and Keita love having the ball and are happy having the ball made a world of difference in terms of you know keeping the ball but progressing it i think a lot of the issues our midfield has is they're rubbish at keeping the ball and then leave themselves open but if you're good at keeping the ball you you defend better as well as a team so i thought Cater was absolutely fantastic i thought tiago was probably the best player on the pitch for me even ahead of bachetic thought his um touch turn and ball out for the goal is is unbelievable he was just like a bit of an adult Bacetic wasn't he like yeah if I'm if I'm Stefan Bacetic I'm looking at Tiago going that's what I need to be yeah and if I'm Tiago I'm saying watch this <laughs> and as he does it so and we had no pace in that team I think when I saw the um team I thought it was going to be one of those games we'd have 70% of the ball and about three shots <laughs> and nothing um to show for it but I thought Harvey Elliott was absolutely fantastic on that right hand side. Um he ran a lot. I could tell you could tell why he um just sank to his knees at the end. He worked so hard in that first half. Um Gakpo had obviously been told to sit on that midfielder that we saw Firmino do quite a lot. The amount of times you'd have Carvalho and uh, Elliot pressing ahead of him while he sat on the on the ball out into midfield. Thought he was very very disciplined. Um did a really good job off the ball. Um, looked, he looked very calm when he had the ball. I thought we, there was a moment in the first half where he got the ball in the edge of the box and for half a second he was going to shoot. He just changed his mind and kept the ball. So I thought he played played really intelligently whilst obviously still getting up to speed. He looks a little slow in the team, but that's to be expected. So overall, I thought the, 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 the game on the ball was better. The game off the ball was better. And it was overall just just a hell of a lot better than we've seen over the past few weeks yeah I I, I think um, I think Gakpo proved that he, he could be potentially really good foil for Salah and Nunez obviously we didn't have those runners in behind I think that that was pretty blatant going into the game with with Elliot and, and Cavallo who was probably the only poor performer I thought he, he does have a tendency to just get bullied out of games it feels like anyway I don't know whether that's just me no I didn't I didn't think he played well to be honest no. I thought he um, I still think great, using him in a way that's not really benefiting him to be fair I think yesterday was well the other day was just a job for for that game I think I don't really, really know what way does benefit him though 
other than well, in terms of using him left wing. Well, yeah, it, it just feels like he he needs to play in a super specific role, and I just don't think he can really account for it to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It He's doesn't. Really it's a bit like, yeah, he did. He did a lot off the ball. It's it, yeah. I think because we're so used to having that left winger now with a ton of pace. He's, he always wants to come inside. He always wants to come to the ball. He don't really stretch the play, so it's and especially because we had no real pace in the front three as well. It, it kind of stood out, I think. But uh, there is a question about where you use Carvalho at the minute. But I think overall, it, it was just a really efficient performance, I think, from everyone. And I think even the players who didn't play particularly well still put in a good shift in terms of off the ball. And I think that's what was the best thing about it. Even the players who weren't, who were four, five, six out of ten, still helped the team. Um, overall, which was the best part about the performance, I think. I think um, I think Gomez and Matip deserve. Uh, sorry, Gomez and Kanate, um deserve a lot of credit as well. I thought they both um, defended really well. They both looked really comfortable. Um, Kelleher with the ball at his feet. He yeah, Kelleher was good with the ball. Yeah. He he starts the goal by being very composed on the ball and getting that ball out rather than uh, clearing it under pressure. Um, so I thought the whole back line, James Milner, I thought was brilliant as well in doing that job. Um, Sibacast looked really good going forwards, a little shaky at the back, but you've, when you've got Kanate next to you, you can almost take that risk. So the whole back six, if including Batatic, were the reason we won the game. And I know Elliot scored a brilliant goal for it, but um, that back six is the reason why just that Elliot goal was enough. I mean, it's certainly an improvement on what we've been dealing with lately with A, as you said, the issues building the ball out from the back, but B, just being cut to ribbons. I think Simicast did a very good job on Adama. Obviously, th- the thing is with Adama, and as much as they were using him as an out ball, he's going to beat you once or twice. That, that's just how it is. Then you've just got to react and defend the ball that he's, he's playing in. and I, th- I, th- I think he did a really good job and that's how as I was saying earlier they got the main chance for me I haven't rewatched the game but being there that, that that's what I noticed as, as their main opportunity of the game um, one player I was keeping an eye on from a Liverpool perspective but he was a Wolves player was Ruben Neves with the links um, he, I, I was yeah, pleasantly he, surprised Like yeah. he, he ran a lot more than I expected them to he also never looks phased on the ball, does he? No, Everything. no. He's, you he's you can tell he's a second. real leader as well. Like, mm. n- not on phases, man. He really does take that that leadership role. Is he? Is he a free transfer or the next year? He's yeah, he's a free transfer. Yeah, I'd be all over it. What is he? Twenty five, twenty six. Um, I'm not too sure. But he's your he's your perfect. James it Norris. surprised me that he start he started the both cup games, didn't he? And he, I don't think he, did he come off yesterday or on Tuesday or did he play the full ninety? No, I'm sure he played the full ninety. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just turned twenty six, which is prime Liverpool age as well. He's, he's, your, he's your James Milner replacement. I mean, he was waving uh, to the away fans at the end of last season, wasn't he? So I think he's been eyeing this uh, move away for the last two or three windows, really, hasn't he? But and if if that. Pesky Pep Linders has as much say as everyone thinks he does. He'll be 
signed in a heartbeat. Well, I, so after the game, I took a quick look at his his defensive numbers, and he's in the seventy fifth percentile for tackles, the eighty fifth percentile for interceptions, seventy fifth percentile for blocks, and ninety sixth percentile for clearances. So I was wondering if this was just a you know Wolves are a bit of a back against the wall kind of team, and and you know they're getting dominated. But looking at it, they're quite middle of the way when it comes to possession. So. I think if you adjusted it for possession, they actually wouldn't be too bad. They're around Leeds and Newcastle in terms of possession. Average 49% a, a, a match day. So, um, That'll only increase under... Um, well, yeah, in, in, a, in, a, in a more structured press and around better players. You know, this midfield's going to need a massive overhaul and this isn't going to be solved with... Signing thirty, forty million pound players across yeah. the board. So, we've been talking a lot, haven't we? That you don't have to spend that money. You you can be smarter. And I'm sorry, a free transfer for a a midfielder that's played at a top up a very good level of football, and he's still only twenty six. You, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if all the top six weren't looking at him. He's also a set piece threat as well. Mm. Oh, I, I would convince that free. I, well, too. yeah, I have my heart in my mouth. <laughs> So um, yeah, he, he really impressed me. He was he was making presses on our back line, and then next thing he was dropping between the defenders when they were in build up. Like I was really impressed with him. And plus, I think Liverpool have have developed a really good habit of signing leaders. And he's quite obviously a leader. I think at one point Liverpool had like we had the the Netherlands captain. We had. Our own captain, obviously, in Henderson. We had the Egypt captain, the Senegalese captain. We had all these leaders, Scottish captain, in the same team. Um, and I, th- I think that was one of the things that was worrying me with Van Dijk getting his hamstring injury was that there might be a bit of a leadership void in the lineup, especially in the defence. Obviously, since Van Dijk's got injured, there's a bit of a chasm that's opened up in the defence, so I'm not too sure whether that might have come to fruition, but... The only real leaders we've got on the pitch at the minute is Henderson if he's playing, and Thiago, and Salah maybe. That that that's about it. Whereas the whole spine of the team mm. used to be of that kind of ilk. So, I think I I do think he could be a good profile for us on and off the pitch. Weren't we linked with him before he moved to Wolves when he were at Paul? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually I think can see it. I can see him, him and Nunez, you can see happening. Yeah, very, I can definitely see. In July. I can definitely see Mateus Nunez happening. I can see Ruben Evers happening. Um, but I mean, could it be on the cards in January? And I know Wolves are fighting for the lives at the minute, but you know. They're, they're pretty well known at the moment for being a sell to buy team as well, and they need to invest in that squad. They just bought three midfielders in as well. Yeah, so it, it, is is this an option that we could potentially sign in January? Who knows? Maybe come the end of the window. Especially if We've Arthur got, goes. Two weeks. Sorry, who's that? <laughs> Arthur, 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 yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> you know, it's an option there. Apparently that loan might be terminated. So obviously well, we want. Well, it. I, I we don't, I don't know, I don't know where he'd stand in terms of um, 
in terms of registering for the squad and stuff like that. I don't really know whether because he's he's been at Wolves for a good while now. I don't know whether he'll have an option for citizenship or anything yet. But listen, at the at the end of the day, that that, that as I said, that midfield's going to need a major overhaul, and um, yeah, yeah, you, you could do much worse, much worse than him. So, what did you guys think of of Mateus Nunes? Obviously, we've had two games. I think he's thought come he, off the bench in both, hasn't he? But thought he was quieter on um, Tuesday than he was. I thought he played really well at Anfield. Uh, just looked again a bit like a bit like Neves had that looked like had that extra second, and he's very he's incredibly progressive as well. Um, always looks that forward option. So uh, I like him. I don't know what sort of uh, backhand, backhand deals were done last year with the move to Wolves and then seeming news coming out in January that he's primed for a move already and it's potentially already agreed last summer. I don't know what was going on there, but it looks like we wouldn't be signing him for much more than we could have done last year. So it's not quite as um, irritating than if you're spending 20 million more than you could as have soon done. As, he, as soon as he signed for Wolves, though, there were um, articles saying mm. basically Liverpool and City were going to be in for him. Like almost as if it was guaranteed Liverpool and City were interested and going to go for him after a year at Wolves. Mendes probably wanted a couple of paydays instead of Wolves. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, just a he... quick one. I'm I'm just looking at Ruben Neves. I think his, his contract expires next year. Well, you can still sign him in the summer for a... a, a... Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, right. but, just, just, just I mean, if Wolves go down... Well, yeah, Wolves go down, that, that's perfect. But yeah, no, the Nunes thing's really weird, and I, I know we've got some weird... Uh, we, we, we're obviously having to do some dealings with agents because we, we've been known to dish out those mad agent fees and stuff like that, but it, it is really, really weird. Um, it, I, I just hope it's not like another Guardiola pump fake where all he does is load... Um, Load the player and then lulls us into some kind of false sense of security. We sign and it's like, ha, look what you're stuck with. Like, it's happened with United quite a few times, but yeah, he, he does look quality. Um, there's just some players that when they get on the ball, you can just feel the quality. Um, it, it just feels a, a slight bit underwhelming just because he's had this year at Wolves. They would have signed him straight from Sporting. I think everyone would be a lot more exciting just because he's had a bit of a. Just a bit of a, a year doing nothing at Wolves because he doesn't. I don't think he even really starts for him as much as of whenever I've caught Wolves. He's he started a couple, but I think he's been off the bench a lot, especially when Larger in charge. I think there was a lot of um, him not being used, so it just it just feels a bit. Yeah, it's a bit annoying, especially since what's happened since the summer with the midfield. It is a bit annoying, but he does look a good player. Yeah, so obviously that means. That we're off to Brighton again. Next game. <laughs> There's a week between games, so do you just reckon we'll go all out again, or would you play? You know, I just I... watched what we bloody looked like playing all out against Brighton. <laughs> Not a fucking chance. <laughs> I think with Klopp's comments on the players have earned a place. I think that you'll see that a lot more for the Brighton game than you'll see it for the Chelsea game. Um, in terms of his comments after 
the Wolves game. I think you might see a couple other plays who started against Wolves, start against Chelsea, but I think you'll see a similar side, probably with Nunes and Salah maybe in for Brighton. Um, but I think the midfielders and, and the defenders, Gomez and, and Milner, will, will keep the places for Brighton. Yeah, you, 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 yeah, you've you, you've got to give the likes of Bacetic surely uh, another go. Um, I'm just wa- playing Bacetic on Saturday and playing Fabinho next week. <laughs> I'm I'm just more worried about um, I'm just more worried about the team that Brighton put to be honest. But well, they're safe. Obviously, they're not a threat of anything. If there's ever a season that Brighton could win the FA Cup, that's what I mean. Yeah, so it's, I think it's... they could go on. Then again, if, if, he, if he plays Matoma in March, I'll be devastated if they get injured. I'm relying on them in my fancy team now. Yeah, I've got Matoma in mind as well. This is where they go off the boil after I put them in. Brighton go on a five-game scoreless streak. But anyway, I digress. The FA Cup leads us back to the Premier League. Where we've lost two straight, if you haven't noticed, we're just not going to talk about the Brighton game. We're not going to kind of go back over the same old crap. I think think our our manager summed up the Brighton game. It was very, very bad. As as Blaine said, it's like the same thing over and over again, watching it, and you'll just be listening to us talking about the same old stuff again. Oh, the midfield, oh, fucking hell, rubbish, shit midfield. Do I actually sound like that? No, that's me. No. Oh, that's you. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Now do blame. Uh, I don't feel confident enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's too common, my accent, to, uh, to try that. <laughs> blame, are you going? To what? To what? To, to the Chelsea game. No, no, I, I don't get any league games. Oh, you're you're just a cut man. I I I can't brave the um the cues and the the way they've done it this season. I mean, God knows I've I've not been lucky enough. I was looking for Brighton away, but I've looked at the trains and I, I don't think I might swerve that one as well. <laughs> hey, you can get on our coach. Well, I'll see. I've got to wait until um, Tuesday, I think, or Monday for the queue. So I'll 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 see if I can get on. Well, let me know and I'll I'll see what I can do. Anyway, is this what's that go the game admin? <laughs> well, you know we do pod admin. We can do go the game admin. I'll have a jingle next. Fuck you know. <laughs> um, Chelsea, 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 Chelsea. Chelsea. Well, this play, is gonna be a shit game, innit? This is gonna be a 11, shit game. Innit? Chelsea starting eleven, bingo. <laughs> Have you seen how many players have come back this week into training for Chelsea? <laughs> John Terry's in some of the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and they've, they've bought a few more players before they played as well. I think they're buying Caicedo by the looks of things. So. Yeah, Caicedo, Madwake. Mudrick. Mudrick, yeah. I, I mean, we, we've got all of Europe fuming about the amount that the Premier League's spending and a third of it's Chelsea. I can't wait for them to sign Trossard as well. Oh, that, could you scary. imagine the amount of piss that would boil? <laughs> but um, they look—they look rubbish, though, don't they? I've said—I know I've said it, but Chelsea—they look horrendous. Yeah, but who looks worse? Chelsea? No, do they? 
Yes. Do you, do you think? I, I, I they think they're capable of defending. Yeah. I think they look worse than us up until we play Brentford. I think since we've well, since Leicester and Brentford, we've looked miles worse than them. I think. Yeah, we just we just we're just a mess. It feels defensively in the league. That is. They've they've had the same issue as us. I think both teams. I think played the most games last season out of every everyone yeah, in yeah. England, didn't they? Yeah, uh, and it seems like both have just been absolutely decimated and, and not really planned for it. But Chelsea are making up for it now by buying. Everyone, so <laughs> buying a new team, yeah. But yeah, N'Golo Kante's back in individual training. I think you said Josh, so he won't I thought, make. I think that's what I read. Oh, don't don't do that now. You you've told me something. He is. Not, no, he, is. Back, he is. He is. He's been out for months with a hamstring injury. He's not going to come straight back in for Liverpool, is he? Well, you say that. Actually, it's what they've done the last three years. I was so. going to say like. I think Reese James and Chilwell are also back yeah, in training. Yeah, I know Reese James and Chilwell are back in training. That's not good. I'd rather do without Reese James, to be fair. I'd be a, I don't think I could name you Chelsea's starting eleven. I, I couldn't. Yeah. I, I couldn't. don't think Graham Potter knows it either, really. He changes it every week. Yeah, no. I mean, the only good thing is they don't have goals, but then they're playing against us, aren't they, this weekend? So, so we give you goals. I think the yeah. best thing is Kepa's playing. And he loves playing against Liverpool, especially taking penalties. I hope they get a penalty and Kepa takes it. He's been quite good this season, though, hasn't he? Made I don't know. Did you see the goal they conceded against City? Yeah. Where he just went, go on then, tap it in. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, I've got hands. Shit. Well, you know. That does happen with keepers now and again. He's had, he's had a couple of dodgy moments playing out from the back, but so is ours. So we'll leave that. We'll leave That's that. So I was going to say, like Allison at the Wolves game. Like... I, don't think, I don't think anything beats the Wolves game for a mistake. Mm. I mean, Matip had a good attempt against Brighton. I know we don't want to bring it up, but I don't really know what the plan was when he got the ball, Matip. Does Matip start this weekend? No. Nope. After I the Gomez not. performance, Matip will do. Third choice. Yeah, that, hope that, that um that uh Wesley Snipes meme I was talking about with Thiago last week, I think it applies probably more to Matip at this point because he is looking a bit. What I was happened? thinking this the other day. Do you think for for all of our defenders, this is their worst season individually since they've come to the club? Um. Probably. Yeah, probably. I just think we're seeing the, what actually happens when you play Matic more than twice a week or once a week. But didn't he have periods last season or the season before that where he was absolutely fine doing it, though? Uh, yeah, but he was also a year or two younger. But that, this is what I'm saying. Wesley Snipes me. I've been on the Matip's not been good enough train for, uh, for 18 months. I've been on the Joe Gomez's not good enough train for about five years. So That day he signed from Charlton. <laughs> dark, dark day. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think Gomez did play really well. I just, I, I don't, I just can't trust the guy. I'm sorry, I just can't. I think playing Gomez allows you to have Canati on the right and Gomez on the left, which I'm, I'm more comfortable with that as a two than Canati left, Matic right. I think. I'm, I'm more comfortable with Gomez purely because he's got the recovery pace, and I yeah. think that high line with Matic just. And no Van Dijk. 
it's just not what what doable. pace do they really have though if they don't throw Mudrick in? Uh I think they will. I think they will throw Mudrick in though. And also well, he's never seen James Milner, has he? We <laughs> I I don't think we cut very well with wing backs either. I mean I know he's been playing four at the back, but He's he certainly had a bit of a three four three, isn't he? Well, he's, he's, throws... he's had a template to play against Liverpool, hasn't he? Because he's had relative success in the past. Do you think he throws Reese James straight back in? Because last time he did that, he did pick up an injury. <sighs> I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, you wore the, it's your biggest game of the season, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know the players. I don't know who else plays if Reese James <laughs> doesn't play. That's Pilaqueta. Uh, is that Pilaqueta? Yeah. Oh my god! It's Aspilicueta or Chalaber. So yeah, Reese James. <laughs> yeah, that's decision made. Like you're not you're not playing as Pilaqueta at right right back or right wing back in your biggest game of the season, surely. He gets Darwin Nunes sent off quite easily. He probably gets sent off himself, though. To be fair, <laughs> is Darwin back? Yeah, that being confirmed. Well, well, he, I think he will. It's been rumored. I think so, Klopp said in his press conference that he, he should train either. Today. Um, today or or yesterday that he should have been back in. So, so if is he is back, who would you go with? Uh, I'll have a look at the training photos now. But who would you go with? Um, Nunes left. Gakpo yeah. through the middle. Salah right. Yes. Yeah. Just for that Gakpo, yeah, Gakpo sitting job on Jorginho. Well, he did that really well against Wolves, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's something that Nunes hasn't been doing all season. Yeah, so. yeah. Gakpo's more intelligent, isn't he? He has his own tactics. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think Nunez is stupid and isn't listening. He's just so giddy to to run in behind that I think sometimes he kind of forgets about the uh, the other stuff. I think Klopp's mentioned it a couple of times. I think Tottenham again he mentioned it with Nunez off the ball, but he's like, I think... Henderson, like Henderson chasing the ball. Football, <laughs> get ball. He like footy. Henderson does. No idea about tactical discipline. Do, do that again, Josh. No. It was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Let's no, th- there's no um, the there's no training photos up because Liverpool have just signed Murray Taylor, the women's right, team. Yeah. So that that's that there's just photos of her, that's it. So yeah, there's no I mean they, they got walloped uh, the weekend oh, as well, didn't they? Yeah. What a weekend. As soon as United beat City, I just knew we we're going to be in for it this weekend. What did you make? I know it's off topic. What did you make of the um, Rashford? Not the Rashford goal, the Bruno goal. Oh, offside. No, come on. Offside. You can't just run towards the ball for 15 <laughs> yards and then stop and go, wasn't interfering, mate. Yeah. Even, involved. even like the more I watch it, the worse it gets because he even looks like he pulls his foot back. Shoot. Do you know what? I've got no problem with the goal being allowed if that's the way it's going to go. That's fine. But, oh, come on. I have a problem with the goal being allowed because it's just a fucking nonsense. Nobody thinks of goalkeepers, man. Darwin Nunez is going to have a field day just being that shit house who's 10 yards offside. <laughs> well, that's what somebody, that. That's what people were saying. Like, Why doesn't he just fucking sit offside and then run at the ball and make people shit themselves? The worst thing is Trent doing what he did and then it getting penalised two and a half hours later. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't really know what to say, but if, if, if the rules are allowing that, the rules are wrong kind of thing. Like, it shouldn't. It should it's amazing. It's amazing that men in suits coming up with rules get it wrong. Yeah, it, it did prompt Guardiola to mention Anfield though in his uh, <laughs> press conference. So, yeah. so you know, there's always a plus side. How? What? In what context did he say a that? Really, really small bottle of water at the same he time. He said like you don't get these uh, decisions at Old Trafford and at Anfield. You messing? Um, <laughs> oh well, fuck him then. What the fuck? What? what, what? <laughs> Just, he just loses his brain whenever something what is goes it with wrong. That club and us. I mean, it was the worst performance Man City have chucked out under Guardiola. Oh yeah, I mean, they were so poor. Um, Haaland got Haaland got the you know the Firmino jitters and just came to get the ball on the centre um, spot. Yeah, it was that thing. Remember what I was saying when when we played it? It's that thing. 10, 15 minutes. He runs. He makes himself available. He presses, and then he does fuck up. He doesn't. And he stops. It's weird. I've never he, seen anything like we it. We said it. We both said it, didn't we? He will be brilliant, but City will be worse. You just don't look like I remember the game when we played City away in the Champions League. Um, when we won three 0 and then we went to their place. Mm. I remember being absolutely terrified of City for about the first forty-five minutes of that game because they had Sane, Sterling. True, but they had Sane, they had Sterling, Jesus. It, it just yeah, seems Brad, like they've lost. Sterling bodying Van Dijk yeah. the stands. <laughs> it just yeah. seems like they've lost all sort of all they the were... threat and all the pace, last just season, in the yeah. effort of control. Last, last, last season they played like that four-two-four, didn't they, with Foden and De Bruyne? Yeah, as, as like almost tens. They weren't even false nines. It was just fucking chaos. But they were moving they teams were so around good. at will. Like they were so good. I was watching them against United, and. The, they don't manipulate teams at all. You can you can just stay compact, stay in your shape, and they, they won't open up pockets of space anywhere. They're a bit like us in seventeen eighteen. It can't be just ha- it can't be just Harlan surely. Like I, I think there might be a, a tiny bit of burnout at, at City. It could I think be. if you, because I think when you look at Bernardo Silva, he wants to leave. I think they need to. Get of Mara's. You're looking at. They seem just uber reliant on De Bruyne and Haaland, and if if you yeah. shut off De, them too, De Bruyne, De Bruyne is a a few weeks away from his annual hamstring blow up or, that he always gets. Well, do you think that two teams like Liverpool and City have been been so competitive? Once one of those teams falls off, the other team has to look for some kind of other. Not, not obviously reason, but you know, it, if, if when you there's compare, a bit of needle between the two clubs. Yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of the talk, haven't we, about Klopp? Is the message not going in anymore? I think if you're saying that about Klopp, then you have to say that about Guardiola, because Guardiola is ten times more intense mm. than Klopp on a, on a, you know, in training. Yeah, but they've had a lot of turnover him. compared to us, though. You look at the True, team he played but... the other day. You got a Kanji, Ake. Yeah, but they're they're both crap. Is <laughs> not good at all. The human hey, calculator. The human fucking calculator. I'll have you know. <laughs> they introduced them as that in their fucking light show. The human calculator. Human oh, calculator. Why is that a thing? I've not heard that. Oh, because he can recite numbers and calculations. Oh off, just yeah, off the I've seen the video. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a clever he guy. Actually has, he actually has the top of a head as well. Yeah. His head, the top of his head is like flat. <laughs> 
got a proper 50 pence head. It's a bit like Matip. Yeah, but Joel Matip is just fucking bonkers. Yeah. yeah Akanji is just... You know, you know your lack of personality when your most fucking recognisable trait is the fact that you can recite Pi to the <laughs> tenth number or something along those lines. But yeah, no. So Chelsea this weekend, what what are we thinking score-wise? Um, oh. I think a draw. Personally. One all. Yeah. I do. That went, that went well last time, didn't it, Dave? What do you mean? One all. I don't. What, what point did you when, when, when when did you predict one one, Dave? I don't know. Was oh it yeah, Wolves. Well, if you looked at the XG, Josh. Well, yeah, that's two one to Wolves. <laughs> there you go. To be fair, I predict us to get beat off Wolves. Yeah, so. I, I got a lot of points because of winning the game. You bottled it, play. I, I predict us to beat Brighton though. And well, I picked Brighton to win, that, so. Yeah, I'm a top red. Mm. Well, us, I'm an us, red. Us, yeah, us top reds are being taken up for beating this week. Jesus Christ. We've been getting the blame for everything. I would like to formally apologise, though, for the Brighton result and my lack of tweets about signing midfield in the summer. I will make up for it this summer. I can't <laughs> believe that us as top reds cannot sort our midfield out. It's... I know. Ridiculous. I know. I mean, Spirit of Shankly, we're getting... <laughs> and we're, we're single-handedly building the Anfield Road end slowly. Yeah. Um... I keep taking a card to game saying, stop playing 4 free free and he's not looked at it once. <laughs> he's not looked at it once. Invert, just invert. <laughs> the I'm invert sat the behind him. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, need to keep an eye out for it. Just, just playing sat there with a big... <laughs> Piece of carb. <laughs> Four three three out. <laughs> oh my god! Could you imagine, really, though, if the likes of you know the, all these weirdos on Twitter actually went to the game and like what the atmosphere would be like? I, the thing was... is, I think when they do go to the game, I think they just act completely differently because I think. You know, you, you can't just act like that in, during a game, so... Well, no, because they'll get called a fucking soccer yeah. and told to sit down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no. I, I, there's, I, there's a difference between being delusional and simply supporting your team. Yeah. Like... Uh, I, That's what gets me with it all. I think, like, there were... I mean, it's a bit of a weird point, but, like, when Nat Phillips were in the team and it seemed like everyone just was unhappy that Nat Phillips were in the team and people were celebrating the fact we were winning with Nat Phillips in. I just mean, I, I don't get how you can watch it if, it make, if you're that negative towards the actual club and the, the local fans and the players. I don't understand how you can... We've 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 reached that point, haven't we, where um, teams are just... Uh, play, uh, supporters want... Some supporters, uh, as you know, the, the twats that we're always referring to, want <laughs> the team to lose now. Yeah. yeah, it does feel that like that. It, it it does. Obviously, we talk about you know throwing cup games. Okay, we, I am very happy we won no, the game. You do on Tuesday. I was happy we won the game on Tuesday. Don't don't tar me and blame with your brush. Wouldn't have been bothered if we'd been knocked out. Like I haven't been bothered last, excluding last year. Five or six years have been knocked out by Premier League teams. It's just look at the draw, isn't it? So 
it's obviously our best chance of a trophy. So yeah, great. We we won it, but they're they're going out and saying, oh yeah, if, if we lose this game, we'll get a new midfielder and just fuck off. I don't think John Henry's sat up there watching Liverpool against Brighton and thinking, oh well, I'll pull oh, the trigger now. Oh, Ruben Neves, that's the one. Yeah. Get him in. Do you reckon John Henry was impressed by the Ruben Neves performance this weekend? Or do you reckon John Henry just doesn't know who Ruben Neves is? John Henry thinks Ruben Neves is a baseball player. <laughs> yeah, he probably does from <laughs> Dominica. Yeah, he probably does. But no, it's... I, I, I just... I, don't get me wrong, I do feel like... FSG are angling towards a full sale, which I'm not too keen on. I, I pointed my reasons out this weekend as to why. Um, I just don't want the structure of the club that FSG put in place to go, but they seem to have already ransacked it anyway, so there's going to be exist. a reason. That, 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 well, that's what I mean. They, they've, it's already kind of felt a bit a bit anyway. Um, and I think that's kind of evidence of the fact that they're leaning a bit towards a full sale, but whether it's to Qatar or who, I don't know. Nobody knows in reality. Like, just wait until the bidding process Yeah, certainly starts. not Qatari, Qatari Twitter accounts with about 4,000 followers. Yeah. There. They're really clued in with the Qatari you know, well, wealth fund. I've, I've, no, I've noticed this, this thing lately, particularly on Twitter, where... After every transfer rumor, there's people tagging aggregators in the bottom of it, asking for the reliability ratings. So, like, these fans are literally at the mercy of these aggregators. Like, if these aggregators, like, actually rate that information, then it's taken as gospel. And what the fuck does an aggregator know? <laughs> like, mm. th- these people aren't... You get reliable. the aggregators asking people, are they reliable? <laughs> yeah, well, it was an aggregator who started the whole Qatar thing, wasn't it? Like, they got an exclusive off that Qatari journalist guy who... Was it Anfield Talk? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that started the whole Qatari thing to the point that now James Pierce has been briefed something because he, he, he's put he's put that out and... Listen, Sam Wallace at the Telegraph is super reliable. He's saying bidding yeah. will start next month. Bidding will start what next I would, month. What I would say is the I think the whole uh, we're expecting a bid next month probably means one has gone in because that's typical. You know, let's drum up a bit of a a bidding war. Yeah, but they'll can. present these bids as well. Like they, they've yeah. got to present that they'll be good custodians of the club as well. Like. And that, that's what Morgan Stanley and, and the other banks that have been tasked with this. We won't be sold this time next year. Yeah. We won't be sold this time next year. You don't I, I couldn't so. believe it was I couldn't believe it being celebrated as good news when it was come out that they wanted to sell. No, I understand no. people frustrated, but I, I can't think of how the club being up for sale helps any sort of on a, pitch. A, a minority a minority investment that basically underwrites all of our transfer business would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's yeah. <clears throat> that would be perfect. But I, I people some for some reason equate money with competency. And the, and the worst the thing the worst thing is you've got this Todd Bowley twat coming in, <laughs> spending nearly a billion pounds, however much it is, in two transfer windows, which skews perceptions of what we can do again. Look at Chelsea, look at Chelsea, look at Chelsea. All oh, right, so now we have to spend four hundred million to keep people quiet. Well yeah, that 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 will yeah, that, that that's the expectation, isn't it? I've seen I've seen people looking at these um Trossard rumours to Arsenal and 
loving how their owners are strengthening when he but I, I mean I don't think Trossard's that good a signing for them like you could easily be looking at Trossard in a year's time and seeing them as a bit of a headweight at the club like I think it's pretty go on Josh I'm just, I'm just makes you wonder how bad that Gabriel Jesus injury is well it does yeah I just think they they know Arsenal know internally that this is probably the the one chance. This, yeah. I mean, you know, whatever Arsenal do going forward, that team most likely will be plucked. That Arteta will get plucked from Arsenal, and most likely a lot of the players will. It's just they know it's their chance. They've they kind of put all their eggs in one basket, and it's worked miles better than I think even they anticipated for it, for it to work this season. But I think I it, think Mikel Arteta replaces Guardiola. Well, yeah, that's yeah. probably the yeah. case, isn't it? Yeah. Arsenal get Brendan Rodgers and they're back. They're back in their <laughs> wonderful position of struggling to qualify for the Champions League. No, but yeah, it, it, is, it is like a massive opportunity for them because they don't have to play the first team in the Champions League every other weekend. Like, it's, it's a massive yeah, opportunity. Yeah, we're not going to finish top four. It is, it is Operation Finish 8th. Oh, are you, are you going to tank for the draft pick, yeah? I mean, just a game a week with our squad. I mean, I love my bank balance, in fairness, so I'm happy with that. 120 points. I'm going to get to no games next year if we're not in Europe. Oh, fucking... Yeah, you've still got domestic cup. Carabobbins. Yeah, you've got the Carabao, the FA Cup. Come on. Don't try and chain me up with the Carabao Cup. The one season we get to the final, I didn't even have my Auto Cup scheme tickets. (laughs) I have the only auto cup I've got is the FA Cup, so I'm 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 all in on the FA Cup train this season. I went Wolves away for like three years ago and we got knocked out. Every time we go to FA Cup games, we get knocked out. <laughs> then we won it last season. <laughs> I went Bolton away about four years ago in a replay. Hey, we won that one, didn't we? We did actually. Yeah, what a goal yeah, from Coutinho! Yeah. yeah. To to be fair, the Neil um, Lennon masterclass at Anfield. The the cups have been kind with the fixtures, like like with the away fixtures. Like Brighton's the first really bad one we've had in the last year or so. We had Preston. I think we've only gone as far south as. Oh no, we had Norwich, didn't we? Oh no, yeah, last season, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, ignore me. <laughs> nah, the shit. But um, but yeah. So I guess we should get into predictions anyway. Oh yeah, yours is one one. Mine's one um, one. Um, I'll go. Uh, I'll go. With Salah, he's due a goal, isn't he? Yeah, he's due a performance. Blaine, I'm gonna go. Can I go Nunes again? Every time I predict Nunes, and Nunes scores, so I'm yeah, gonna go two-one and Nunes. And I am going to go with um, three-one. I think we're going to be absolutely fine. Um, and then I'm going to go big Ibu. 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 don't think he's going to be right. He might not be RCB, so I'm not going to say RCB. I was going to say we can't go RCB, no, because we don't know who the RCB is. Yeah. <laughs> and it, there might be a chance it's Joe Gomez, and that's just not happening. That's just so, not happening. No. No. I thought he was going to pull the trigger when he got in the box against Wolves. And he just looked absolutely terrified. Bless him. I don't bless him. <laughs> I've, I've listen uh, to this agenda. Such a shame, Steve Gerrard. That's our league-winning centre back. Listen, 
Shane and Josh drove this agenda into me. I've got to, I've, I've got to continue. I, like people even know me on Twitter as having the Joe Gomez agenda, and but how are we responsible for driving it into you? I don't know. It's not driving it into me. Like people know me on Twitter for having an agenda against them, though. Eighteen nineteen, the start of eighteen nineteen. Wow. Would have beaten Chelsea's. Would have beaten Chelsea's record on Twitter for a shite take. I don't think I am. Hey, my ass is literally chatting wham. Like, I warn people. I mean, Blaine's is Blaine's bad opinions. Exactly. So you know, that's food related, and that's because people aren't brave (laughs) enough to uh, agree with me. Too too many people try and conform. Too many sheeple. Yeah, there exactly. are too many sheeple. Not enough people. Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started. What about what how how do you feel about lamb? Talking oh, about sheeple. Fucking hell. Don't lamb. start with the food. Um, yeah. Bit bland for me, I'm gonna be honest with you. That's why people throw a bit of like lamb sauce and the uh, and a mint no, sauce on it. You can't use sauce as a precursor for how bland it, it, it is. Beef has horseradish, pork has apple. Pork has what? Has pork and apple, apple sauce. Pork has apple sauce. Yeah, it does. It I does. Don't. Do it. I don't. I like my... Has apple sauce. I like... Yeah. I like pork my meat with gravy sauce. and gravy alone. Exactly. I've um, even just asked Amy. If you're ranking the meats, lamb is not near the top. Anyway. Can we rank the meats? Oh, fuck. You can if you want. Are you what still bored, mean? <laughs> yeah, but I'd have to leave till half past. They're all good. It's 6.22 for those. Uh, what what, what are the... Time. What are the meats? So, what are the meats? Pork, <laughs> pork beef, gammon, chicken, gammon. turkey. Gammon? Yeah. Uh, gammon is go... definitely last. They no. are the typical. They are the typical Sunday carvery meat. No, chicken. Shit. I, you're not saying chicken's top. <laughs> chicken, yes. Chicken's top, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> chicken's top. I mean, I forgot the rest already. Beef can be a bit. Uh, uh, I don't mind a bit of pork. I'm going to go chicken, pork. Ooh. Beef, beef, third. Gammon, gammon turkey. Oh, I don't mind a bit of turkey, but it's oh, quite lean. It's, it's, a, it's a good lean meat, isn't it? Mm. Off the top of my head, chicken, pork, beef, turkey, gammon, and the last one is lamb. I don't like lamb. I've I just decided. I didn't, I didn't even include lamb, did I? Exactly. Yeah. You forgot about it. Forgot Makes about my it. point. See, my, my top one is pork. What? Top? Love pork. Top? Absolutely pork. love pork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pork yeah. is your top meat. Then I'm lamb. Oh, my God. Then I'm chicken. <laughs> Then I'm beef. That then is. I'm, then I'm turkey. That is. And then gammon is a stone dead last. What are you top two again? This is this reverse order. <laughs> <Pork all? lamb. laughs> oh, they are my top two: pork and lamb. Right. A lamb, shank, a lamb shank might just edge pork. Have I tried chicken? I'm 26. I'm from the Midlands. Of course, I've tried chicken. I can't believe that lamb and pork is your top two. Lamb and pork. Right there, Dave. What, what's your <laughs> chicken? I'm a vegetarian. Chicken. No yeah. beef. Beef first. Really? Beef. Oh, Beef's no. too hit. If you cut beef against the grain, you ruin it. Beef. Did you know that? 
It's, it's not very... Go on. Um, beef, chicken. What was the other three? Pork, gam, lamb. turkey, lamb. Turkey. Pork. Um, pork. Lamb and then gammon. Gammon's yeah, gammon. fucking horrible. Gammon's it's not horror, it's just... But chicken has the versatility as well. Gammon's God, chicken has versatility. That's like saying potatoes are the best vegetable. The best vegetable. Chicken has versatility. <laughs> yes, you can have a nugget. Brilliant. We're not all <laughs> no, they don't mean, not I don't all mean that. I don't mean a nugget. Do I, I have nuggets in my hand, do you? You have what? Calf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've not discussed this on the pod. Or is this like a Twitter conversation we've had? I have no idea. Oh, uh, yeah, I have nuggets in Indian. I love Twitter food conversations involving people. It's on your Indian. <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. Let me tweet that after. That will, <laughs> that will wind people up. a poll. <laughs> nuggets in your Indian discuss. <laughs> See, this is what I mean. No one tweets these things other than me, so this you would get dragged. Oh, no, that. no, Blaine. I did. I was the original. Um... Getting shit for me food takes, and then you just took over, mate. So, <laughs> thanks for that. I didn't even think they were bad until I got on Twitter. <laughs> oh, I like white bread. That's all I like to eat. <laughs> right on on the food talk note. Jesus that's Christ, the, that's the new feature. Food talk. Food talk. Yeah, fucking hell. Who do pod admin? Oh, oh God, what pod admins do we need to do? Oh, when are we next on? Tuesday? Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tuesday yeah. work? I mean, we for the have big, a... big cook game against we, we have a, we have a We have a group chat for this, you know. So. No, but Pod Admin is famous. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Or, I didn't know that's what I've only, I, I, I've only heard of one person mention it, so it's famous. Oh, right, fair enough. Is that Shane? People. <laughs> 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 right. Anyway, it's been, a, been emotional. Been it's been a pleasure. The Reds have won, so we've been a bit happier. Yeah. FSG in. FSG in. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll we'll see you after the Chelsea game. Ruben Neves will be leaning. And um, it'll be happy days. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.